Hey kids, you are about to listen to a comedy podcast. This means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's the Thomas Edison of modern medicine. Now introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some complaints about the abundance of technical medical terms I've been using, such as heterozygote and leaves changing. So I will try to keep things on the level as we go along. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Oh, hey, Dr. London. Hey, Mr. London, sir, Dr. London. Uh, hey, hey, Cameron. Cameron is like a leaf on a tree in the fall, twitching every which way as the wind blows by. Mm-hmm. And... Each breeze is like a trend that directs him towards what people want to hear so that he can convey that knowledge to inform the podcast into further relatability. With that in mind, don't be surprised if he gives a little prod here and there to keep us on track. Also with this is Digital in the House. Later, Cameron has informed me that we have a guest on the way, so look forward to that. Yeah, that's right, Mr. London, Dr. London, sir. Uh, uh, uh Cameron, you sound a little bit different today. Um, yeah, I, um, Dr. London, Mr. London, Dr. London, sir. Yes? I, um, I went through, I went through a machine, like a science fiction-y type of machine, and it made me younger, Dr. London. You're describing it as a science fiction-y machine, meaning it is, it didn't, it's fictional? No. Or you, you think it's just from the future? Yeah, probably just it like seems... a future, some sort of future technology, Dr. London, Mr. London, sir. Right. I so went through a machine what... that it w- it turns you into what other people think of you. And since you always treat me like a kid, that's what spit me out on the other side. Because you're such a condescending jerk ass and you treat people like they're nothing. So it turned me into a little kid. Well, it sounds more like it turned you into what you think that I perceive you as. You look normal to me. I I don't think, like, it sounds like you're just kind of doing a voice here. No, you treat me like a kid, and you treat everyone like a kid, and you say, oh, I hate these civilians, they're all like children. And I think even the fact that you call normal people civilians is probably problematic. But I'm just a little yeah. kid, Dr. Londin. Okay. Well, 
I don't know how that. Well, maybe you'll help us to relate to a younger audience. Maybe. Maybe. We'll just have to see. I guess we will. Uh, well, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Quote, well, we had it tough. We used to have to get up out of the shoebox at 12 o'clock at night and lick the road clean with our tongues. We had half a handful of freezing cold gravel, worked 24 hours a day at the mill for four pence every six years, and when we got home, our dad would slice us in two with a bread knife. End quote. First of all, thank you so much for reaching out uh, to the Jock Dog podcast. We always appreciate hearing back from our listeners here. Um, to answer your question, it sounds as if you really did have a tough time growing up. But if you were able to write into the Jock Dog podcast, uh, that tells me that you are staying strong through it all. Yeah, it kind of so, sounds like you're like the person writing in is like an ant or something, some sort of bug. Oh, because they are. Licking the road clean with their tongues. Yeah. And Living in a shoebox or something. Okay. Can be cut in half with a butter knife. I didn't realize that our, yeah, that our listeners were insects so much. That That's a surprise to me, but... um. Well, I'm just a little kid, so I've been, you know, introducing all the little bugs and stuff I find around the house to our podcast. Like, do you... Give them headphones or something? How does that um, work? Like I found like a like a little lizard the other day, which I know lizard um isn't like a bug, um Doctor London sir, but I know you know it's kind of in that same category as a small critter that you know you can find in your house sometimes. Okay. And um, so I put it in a cup. You know how you can um, you know, you, like you slide a piece of paper, you you get them on a piece of paper and then put a cup over it, and then you can like move them. And so I did yeah. that, and then I just put him in my subwoofer, and then I just turned up the podcast really, really loud. Now it's not moving. Okay. Yeah. Well, how long ago did you do this? It's been running for 72 hours. Okay. Well, a number of things there. So insects, a lot of them have short lives, like naturally. Okay. So that could be something. But also... But a lizard's ha- not an insect. We... we I'm sorry. Clarified that a the second lizard. ago. Okay, and they do tend to have longer lives. Did you? Well, t- is this annoying the neighbors or anything? Having a subwoofer at max volume. I don't have any neighbors. All my neighbors left. Oh, because of this type of behavior. Yeah, because I kept playing the podcast too loud. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's great advertisement for us. Uh. Oh, that, sorry for trying to introduce the show to new listeners, Doctor London, sir. You know, maybe yeah, the maybe the people across the street would be interested in your your genius medical advice and the way you treat people with respect and you don't treat them like little children. It, once again, sounds like you're really trying to make a dig at me here. Oh um, no, it's a machine. It's just a real machine that I went through. And Doctor London, sir, how did you come across this machine? I built it. Okay, so you're blaming it on the machine. What did you build it out of? Um, I know you said science fiction. Yeah, science fiction-y type of future stuff. So there's like an Alexa in there, like an Amazon Echo. Okay. Um, and well, basically all I did was I took an Amazon Echo and then I plugged it into like a Google Assistant or a Google Home thingy. And then I okay. plugged both of those into like a Roku. And then it turned me into a kid. 
just a little kid. So, I'm just nine years old, or maybe like thirteen. I don't know. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not really seeing how that process would turn you into a different age. Have you done but, it? No, well, no, the, I have not. The invention didn't turn people. Doesn't turn people into a different age. It turns people into what Doctor London sees them as. And you just happen okay. to see me and treat me like I'm a little child who can't do anything right. Dr. London. Okay, well, we can move on from there for now. We can we can come back to this if we need to, but... Dr. Dr. London. Now for a tale from the neurology clinic. We had a patient present with symptoms of difficulty with speech and writing, along with episodes of sporadic generalized pain. Uh, the onset of these symptoms were reportedly after the patient had a glass bottle fall on her head several years ago. Um, Since then, she's visited many neurologists over this matter. Uh, Objective data, such as CTs and MRIs, confirmed that such a minor injury did not uh, cause any visible lesions, uh, visible meaning on um, imaging, uh, and at clinic, she displayed an essentially normal evaluation. However, when told that a review of her extensive records indicated a likely psychiatric origin to her somatic symptoms, she was offended at such a prospect. Uh, it is important to consider with such patients that just because a given presentation has psychiatric origins does not uh, negate how difficult it is for them to live with this condition. The reason why we want to diagnose it properly as a psychiatric illness because if we try to treat a psychologic illness with neurologic methods, it may be unsuccessful, whereas a psychiatric approach could, in fact, treat or even cure the patient of their neurologic complaints. Mm, Dr. London, it sounds like you're not willing to treat your patients in the way that they want to be treated. Well, that's true, because sometimes, normally we try to, to sort of bridge that gap and you know, come to at least a compromise with the patient. Yeah. M- meet on the same sort of terms. But uh, in other cases, once we rule out, you know, an entire sort of specialty, the, the, the whole neurology side of it, once we rule that out, then psychological could be uh, the approach. And it's right, just a- so you talk to the patients and they tell you how they're feeling and you try to make a compromise and meet them where they're at, but ultimately your decision is the most important and the most authoritative. What would that remind you of? Maybe like a person of a certain age talking to a person of another certain age? Okay, and you're you're referring to like an adult talking to a child? Maybe. I'm just a little kid. I don't know. Okay. And once again, this is, um, you know, respect for the patient. The patient still has autonomy, so they get to choose in the end what they do, which is not the, the case for a child. Uh, but whenever you're talking to a patient, you'll the thing about being a or doctor is Or as a civilian, that, you call them? Well, I, I don't think that. I, that's more of a military term, and I try to, you know, I usually just call them Civilians. Pa- patients. Uh, well, you see them as others. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, okay. Well, um, now for our medical topic, constrictive pericarditis. Constrictive pericarditis results from a fibrous scarring of the pericardium, which is the area surrounding the heart. So this fibrous scarring around the heart makes the heart stay constricted, unable to expand properly. 
Uh, it's, it's kind of like a balloon in a box. The, the walls around the heart become so stiff that it cannot properly fill with blood, and consequently, it cannot pump that blood throughout the body. Most of the time, we actually do not find the cause of constrictive pericarditis. Uh, clinically, those patients will present with looking very ill and having jugular venous distension. Well, you're, Dr. Lennon, you're probably used to not finding out the cause of things, right? That's kind of normal. No, it just depends on the the illness. Like for a lot of viral illnesses, you may not necessarily narrow down the specific exact cause. Yeah. Because that's not, you know, the general approach because viruses often you just have to let them run their course. That kind of thing, if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think anyone should ever expect you to be able to figure out what's wrong with them. You just want to push pills and then push them out the door. Well, no, we so we do try to push pills. Figure out. Well, and so, and so push in them this out the door. So with what we're talking about here, uh, one of the things we look for in order to find that right diagnosis, um, so patients will look very ill and they'll have jugular venous distension, which is when the blood in the right side of the heart backs up so much that the jugular vein becomes enlarged. Uh, and then if you're going to differentiate that from restrictive cardiomyopathy, and remember we're talking about constrictive cardiomyopathy, um, it may be necessary to do an echocardiogram, which is like an ultrasound of the heart. Or you might also do cardiac catheterization, which is when they put an instrument for measuring pressure through your blood vessels. Up your, up your thingy? No, okay, and th- so that is a common catheter. Uh, but So this is a specific cardiac catheter as opposed to uh, for, for urination. Not up your silly willy? No, That's not, what I call it because I'm just a little kid. Not, not up your silly willy. Like it might be in the, uh, I guess, the, depending on the side of the heart and everything, femoral vein or something like that. I had heard that your blood vessel as a doctor that I had read online that your mortality rate is only zero percent. Like you've never had a mortality, but then your mortality rate with people who leave the hospital the next day is like eighty percent because you give them no hope because you can't figure out what's wrong with them, so they just give up. Okay, is well, that I'm not true? Ju- <sighs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I try to speak hopefully to my patients. It was on you know, it was, was on the glass door profile for your practice. Okay. Well I I I think that most people who write reviews on there and on Gelp, a lot of times it's people who are angry and so you get a biased view. It's it's sort of the yeah. worst. Even though Glassdoor is possible. for employees, not for customers. So it's people who have worked closely closely with you for decades. And they're saying that every person that comes through or 80% of the people who come through end up just kind of going home and either succumbing to their illness, which is often consumption. You can't even figure that out. Is that true, Dr. London, sir? Mr. Dr. Uh, London, sir. Dr. London. Yes. Were you? Yeah. Just wondering why so many of your patients have consumption. That. That's a fun question. So we, this podcast is more about just educating, and we kind of leave my my personal, my my 
work life out of it. Yeah, that's why that it's not like you tell a story every week about a patient you've interacted with. Yeah, so I'll I'll bring up some example, but specifically to illustrate a particular point uh, about medicine in general. Yeah, cherry not... picking cases, so you have you can avoid talking about how many people go home and are like, well, I guess if Doctor London can't figure out, what's the point of living? Uh, okay, and that's uh, so so that's one view, one opinion, and it's great to hear the feedback, uh, which is why we also have the feedback section of the show. So anyway, we can we can go ahead and move on from there though. Cameron, do we have any sponsors today? Unfortunately, we do not, Dr. London. No. But I thought we could maybe use this time to kind of do something fun, a fun activity. We need we don't really do a lot of games, a lot of fun stuff on this show, unfortunately. Okay, well, that's because you're we, a little stuffy. I was going to say, because we try to keep it focused on sort of science and medicine and fitness and health, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Whoever heard of uh, combining fitness with fun? That's impossible. Okay. Okay. So like some exercise game, is that what you're thinking of? Well, I was more thinking, you know, sport sports are back. Sports are very in right now. Oh, okay. Basketball started again, hockey started again. Obviously, football's been going on for a oh, couple months. So you mean when you say it's back, it's not like it's a trend. You mean the season for Oh, it. it is. It is it is way more trendy right now than it was even just a few months ago. No one yeah. was talking about basketball a few months ago, and now it's on TV. I mean, okay, well, yeah, that so that happens every year at a certain time of year. Yeah, okay, so, uh, so you said some game, well, involving oh, sports. Something that a lot of people really like to do is fantasy drafts. Okay, yeah, and so I thought, hmm, how could we do our own fantasy draft? Yeah, okay, so like this is for like fantasy football. People pick their whatever players, yeah. make their own whatever team. So we're going to be building our own medical team by drafting body parts. So like So what do you mean like your favorite body part to make a a medical Well, you don't necessarily you don't necessarily choose your favorite. You choose the one that you think is going to do the best for your team. Okay. So one thing about the body is that sort of each part serves its purpose. And so to, to have any one part to be drafted for your team, it wouldn't necessarily, unless you had all the parts, it wouldn't make that much sense. Like aside from maybe losing a limb or two, yeah, then you'd be, you really kind of need You're all saying if any person is missing anything, they might as well be dead. Is that okay, what you're no. saying? No. Okay. So to clarify. So anyone who might not be a perfect 10 and might have any kind of flaw and maybe had, you know, had some sort of injury or maybe were, was born with any kind of defect or anything like that, they are lesser than. That's very interesting. No. But that's not what we're talking about today. Okay. Okay. Good. I And that's not the opinion that I'm trying to put forth. I'm, I'm more saying right. that. You, it's not an opinion. It's a fact to you. I understand. I get what you're saying. I don't, I don't agree with it. But I see what you're the agenda you're pushing. Okay. Uh, well, okay, okay. I, for one thing, I, did, I didn't mean it that way. But go ahead and explain what do you what do you actually mean? How does this okay look? I'm gonna draft for my pick. Okay. I'm gonna draft the head. Now it's your turn. So you so so I can't have the head. No, I just drafted it. Okay, I guess I I draft the neck. It's a terrible decision. All right, let me write that down. The neck. 
<laughs> it's going to do so bad on Sunday. All right. All right. Huh? I'm, I'm sorry. On Sunday? Yeah, on game day. Your well, team's going to do awful if you just got a neck. What is the game? Well, it's, it's like it's just how many points you can score with your team. So That's usually how it goes. You draft the team, and then different things are weighted and, and pointed out. What game? The well, we're drafting body parts so, for Sunday. That's game day. So the reason I chose the neck was be sorry to reveal my strategy yeah. here, but is that uh, if you don't have a neck, then the head can't connect to the rest of the body, rendering it useless because then it's just a beheaded person. But you also, since you chose the head. Anything I choose is irrelevant because the body needs the the brain, the central nervous system, in order to function. Right. So do you see how the game is kind of done already? No, I mean I think point wise, you're not down and out. You just are. You're at from the beginning scoring less points than my team. Okay, maybe I don't understand the game very well. Okay, go on. Okay, so I'm going to draft the neck. Oh, you did that. Okay, hmm, this kind of ruins my strategy a little bit. All right, all right, all right. I am going to draft the elbow cap. Uh, okay, so that, to my knowledge, there is no elbow cap. There's a knee cap, but not an elbow cap. Okay, what are elbow? The elbows are the knees of the arm. I, one could 100%, say that. 100%, everyone would say that. Okay. If you if you ask any person alive, what is the knee of the arm? They're, what are they going to say? But they would probably say the elbow. Yeah. Okay. And so, does the my elbow not have a hard, t- kind of roundy area where the two bones meet that joint? So the so what you're describing is a bone, though. So the patella, which is that that bone. Three hundred points elbow caps okay well you really have a full chart in there oh yeah and this is you really should have studied before we started drafting i well this is the first time you've mentioned this because the neck is only worth three points okay well okay now that you put it on the projector i see this is a lot of detail oh yeah and like a lot of body parts that i don't recognize either what do you mean well yeah so you got that circle shaped one yeah yeah, and it looks like you've done a little animation in it to, to have sort of a black, gooey runoff coming from it. Yeah. What is what is that? Well, I call that the dark zone. And, okay, so... It kind of just, like, oozes, I mean, darkness, I guess. So, in the human body, I don't believe that we have that. So, you don't want to... It's your turn. Is that what you're wanting to draft? No, okay. I. Once again, it seems like every can I can I draft the the heart? That's the next most essential sure. order. Sure. Okay. Absolutely, and heart. I mean, that's you know that's a good choice. Not gonna lie, I was kind of eyeing it. Okay, I still don't know that so any of it will be, be useful. Forty-five points. Okay. So we're gonna do the heart. Okay, it looks almost like the matrix now with all the numbers going. Yeah. Well, that's the algorithm. Yeah. And you program that? Yeah. That's you've been working on? Yeah, for years. Okay. All right. Now it's my turn. Okay. I am going to draft the hair. Okay. I 
Hair's a different body part than the head. I no, I I guess I agree. It's sort of just sort of dead cells is what the hair is. And that's worth sixty five thousand points. Well, you know what? Uh, we sh- we should just move on to our guest at this point. It's I mean. You're, you've only drafted two. I've drafted three. Yeah, You're just I don't. Going to let our teams be this uneven? I don't really see this uh, this, this going anywhere. We can continue this later. Uh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Let's draft here. Okay. Just um, one more, and then we'll. Okay. Uh, the lungs. Okay. Good choice. <laughs> that is a great choice. It is only worth forty-five points. Compared to you All said right. the other one was sixty-five thousand. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the hair. Everyone loves hair. It's so, so. This is based more on likability. No, I mean it's based on like the po- like the point system, like the points they're worth. Uh, uh, let me fire up the machine, and we can uh, we can play our game. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let me just put this into the machine here. Calculate our choices and our numbers. Is this? Okay. Well, now you're just hit. okay. I, is that how you use your computer? Hmm? Because you were just rubbing it towards the end of that. Okay. All right. And you, you're dead. Your guy died. Yeah. Did yours live? Oh, yeah. He's, he's the king of the game now. But unfortunately, your, your fantasy guy passed away. Yeah, no head, I think, was a big issue. I mean, mine didn't have a heart, and my guy is the CEO of the game now. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand. Anyway, uh, thank you, Cameron, for that, that fun game. And I, we'll, we'll go ahead and move on from there. All right, all right. Cameron, did you say you have a guest for us today? Um, yes, Dr. London, Mr. Dr. London, sir, we do have a guest. It's actually someone really near and dear to my heart. Okay. Okay, do you want to say hi, Mr. Soapy? Yeah, what's oh. up? Hey, Dr. London. <laughs> okay, so Cameron, it sounds wow. like... Wow, it's my best friend. Dr. London, sir, this is my best friend, Soapy. Oh, wow, okay, so he's got... Like a few hairs on him and yeah. a dirt clod. Yeah. Uh, okay, is this that art project that you've been obsessing about for the last few months? Um. Yeah. Because you, you kept blowing me off. Like whenever I was saying like we need to get this recorded in order to be out in time, uh, you kept blowing me off and saying that you had the greatest artistic undertaking of your career. Yeah, it was going to be, it's like Da Vinci. I'm Da Vinci. And sometimes when I called someone uh, and they said they were an assistant, they, <laughs> they would, Oh, you're talking about when I answered Dr. London? And they said that you were busy. And, yeah. Okay, and even, well, this just sounds so extensive because I visited your house during that time and parts of it were burned down. Like, like it was this, and there are people moving these big crates around, and I wasn't allowed to enter. Was that, was that all for, Mister Soapy? <laughs> yeah, it was Doctor London. Wasn't gonna let you over because you treat Cameron like a little kid. Yeah, he does. He treats me like a little kid. Doctor London, okay. sir. Doctor London. Yes. You haven't said hi to Mister Soapy. Uh, hello, Mister Soapy. 
So Mr. Soapy, for our listeners, uh, does appear to be a bar of soap. Yeah, and... that's right. What of it? And like, oh, you don't think I'm as important as a person just because I like I clean people? <laughs> well, I don't think that you are a person, Mr. Soapy. Oh, I get it. You don't like soap, huh? You're a dirty no, little I like... doctor. <laughs> I do like soap. Doctor but... London, do you not take a bath? My mom uh, makes me take a bath. St- she, wait, Cameron, does your mom like, yeah. have to call you up and tell you to take a bath? Yeah, every single night. Otherwise, I won't do it. I don't want to do it. I hate taking my bath. When your phone service cut out for I've got a week. little toys and action figures in there, which like makes it a little more tolerable, but I just hate taking my bath. I just want to stay up all night. Well, you do that as well. Yeah, working on my art projects. Wait, is is there more, or is this the art projects, Mr. Soapy? Um... Well, I mean, there's different facets to Mr. Soapy. Okay, like... Such as he's got eyes. Yeah, no, I see that... I mean, it looks like a little dirt clod. Yeah. For one, and then... So I would consider that like a separate art project, because those were two different weeks. And it looks like, yeah, there's a long hair, like, attached to it a little bit. Yeah, that's its facial hair. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's my beard. Yeah, Uh, not the kind of beard you're thinking about. (laughs) So... I guess whenever you said that we had this guest today, you had talked about him very specifically. Well, yeah. I you mean, were saying this. I already told you, Dr. London, sir. He's someone kind of near and dear to my heart. So you, you said that it was someone from Vanderbilt. You said that he was um, a nephrologist, right? Yeah. Like, so a kidney doctor. Just like my my older brother who passed away. I'm sorry. Uh, Cameron, mm-hmm. did, did your brother pass away from a kidney problem? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. that Dealing with kidney problems, eh? I'll give you a kidney problem. Kidney stones. I like to get kidney stones, too. (laughs) Are you threatening Cameron with kidney stones, Mr. Soapy? Yeah, Dr. Lennon, he does that all the time. And he threatens to get me kidney stoned. He gives me edibles. He gives you edibles? Yeah. Okay, to get stoned. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, to get okay. kidney stoned. How is it kidney stoned as opposed to? Uh, and sorry, I mean, for I our think listeners. it's just more of a wordplay thing, right? Okay, because he's gives, he threatens to give me like physical kidney stones, and then he follows that up by wanting to get me kidney stoned. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sorry. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, <laughs> for our listeners, stoned is a term for whenever someone is gets high loaded <laughs> from usually in reference to uh, mar- marijuana or cannabis. Getting spliffed off. I don't really think that's like a phrase people use to get to refer to getting high, but okay, Mr. Soapy. Yeah, it's a phrase now. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Okay, well, I, I, I mean, if. If we don't have the, the nephrology, I guess hopefully there was a scheduling delay and this wasn't just all a, an elaborate art project. Um, so, Mr. Soapy, could you tell me about yourself? Yeah. Um, I, well, like I said, I like when people are a little dirty. <laughs> okay. You like it when they're dirty. Yeah. Cause then, Even though your purpose I know, is to clean. Yeah, but I know that if they're a little dirty, guess what they're going to do with me? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, they're going to... Like wash their face and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. And then I give so them little you're... kisses. Okay. That's right. Okay. Okay, I guess that's a weird way to think about soap. What about uh what are your thoughts towards soft soap? The the liquid oh, soap. I hate it. It's disgusting. Why? That's like our piss, man. Okay. What do you think they just like I, I... they just made that? No, they just take a bar of soap and they just like let us do our thing, you Squeeze know. Squeeze it. Oh. Well, okay, so you're saying that there are other soap yeah. creatures around and that the way that they make the the liquid soap is by having the solid bar of soap urinate. Um yeah. So we've got I mean Mr. Soapy um and you know he's um sort of named after my my older brother who's not with us anymore. And then we've got um you know Mrs. Nail Clippers and you know she's named after my aunt, my favorite aunt and she's not with us anymore. And then we've got um um Mr. Drain and he's named after um my cousin's um, co-worker's daughter. I'm sorry, is Mr. Drain, is he the drain of a sink? Yeah. He's my favorite drain. He's nice to me. Oh. The other ones aren't so, super nice. Hey, what are you okay. talking about, kid? <laughs> I gave you some of that free stuff. Some stuff, some of that stuff stuff for free. You should be appreciative. People kill for this kind of stuff. Are you talking about the edibles? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that I'm just trying to get this kid a little kidney stoned. Am I right? Yeah. And once again, so, like, well, for one thing, why would you be trying to get a little kid stoned? What? I, I don't see, the, like, the, the game there. I know you like to give kisses, but. Because uh, I like kids I who are a little fun. dirty. <laughs> oh, right. And that goes, okay. Um. And yeah, whenever right, he tries so, to, whenever he takes edibles, like he makes a complete mess because he cannot handle his stuff well at all. So like you know, if you get if he gets high, he's gonna like get just like food all over him and stuff. I, <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> yeah. No, that is that is interesting and kind of odd. So, Mister Soapy, what? <sighs> I guess what are your aspirations? Uh, like you, I guess. You want to hear so about one my aspirations? Thing, yeah. I want to clean the Queen of England. Okay. Do you have any plans in place to make that happen? I've got a couple ideas. I've been working with Cameron. Yeah. Okay, Cameron, do you have some connections to the Queen of England? Well, no, but I'm trying to like kind of create some connections. I started befriending um the the executive producer of Suits and he knows Meghan Markle and so I figured that's kind of like a way in. Um but oh, then you're, um you're Mr. in contact S- with him. Yeah, Mr. Soapy's okay. been telling me that maybe I should just send him in a box to to Buckingham Palace. And it says, you know, uh, maybe like only the queen should open this, and you're gonna regret this if you don't. It it sounds like they they might consider that to be a bomb threat. No, it's soap. It's Mister Soapy. He's not a bomb. Yeah, I'm not a bomb. 
Well, for one thing, and this is possibly just an odd connection, but you you can make bombs out of soap. I'm not sure where you were aware of that, Cameron. Um, I don't think so, Dr. London. Bombs are for cleaning things up, not for making things messier. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you just said bombs are for cleaning things up. Yeah. I guess I'm a little bit confused. So did you mean to say soap? Because we were talking about soap originally, and now you're saying that bombs are for cleaning. Yeah. Okay. Are you are you planning to, when you say clean, do you mean to, to, to blow up the Queen of England? Well, I don't know the difference. I'm just a little kid. Okay. No, the difference is huge. Because cleaning means, like, getting the dirt off of a person. Yeah, that's you know? right. And that's why I want to clean the Queen of England. <laughs> uh, but you still leave the, the person intact whenever you clean them with soap. Oh, well, then you're well, not you're cleaning thoroughly about... enough. <laughs> so, so, Mr. Soapy, it, this is just concerning to me because it sounds like you might possibly be advocating for a terrorist act which, on this podcast, we do not support that. Maybe I'm just advocating uh, to make this world a cleaner place. <laughs> By killing people. What? I didn't say anything like that. <laughs> yeah, Dr. London, it sounds like you, you're just kind of making stuff up. We're not, we're not doing anything well, like that. Yeah, we're not doing you... anything like that. <laughs> If you blow someone up, that does kill them. I'm not sure if you understand that. That's not what Mr. Soapy says. He says it helps them get clean. In a sense, that could be true because some part of them will be gone entirely. Yeah, it cleanses but the soul. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, I would say it, it frees the soul from the body. Yeah. But, but that's not cleaning. That's killing still sounds like cleaning to me <laughs> okay cameron can i can i talk to you for a moment um okay dr london sir sure okay mr side dr london mr sir mr dr london sir yeah so so it sounds like your art project okay. is potentially uh yet it in attempt at terrorism. Um, I don't think so, Dr. Do London. He's just a bar of soap. Just a bar of soap yeah, that well, I made. Is that... And and that's that's fun and cute, but if if its aspirations are to carry out a, a bombing, then that's not safe. No, it's a cleansing, and maybe Dr. You should, London. Maybe you should play more with uh Mr what was it, Mr. Drain or Nail clippers. Oh, ant nail clippers. Yeah, ant nail clippers. Going to get maybe Mr. they're Drain? a little bit. Yeah, Mister Drain and uh, ant nail clippers. Maybe those are healthier Hello. friends. Uh, Mister Drain, yeah. Okay. I, hey, I didn't what's mean going to bring, on? I didn't mean to bring Mister Drain into oh, the conversation. Oh, I'm part of I, the conversation now. You can't stop me at this point. Okay. Well, hello, Mister. Hey, what's up, well, Doctor London? What I'm saying here is that, uh, yeah. Well, it's it, it's good to talk to you instead, Mr. Drain. Okay, so Mr. Brain, sorry, Mr. Drain. Yeah. 
what are your aspirations? We asked Mr. Oh, Soapy. yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I definitely want to, like, kind of just, like, you know, flush all the bad parts of the world down me. You know what I'm talking about? Just flush it down the drain. Okay, yeah. Anything bad in the world. Yeah, just all so the like bad, the, nasty parts of the world. All the dirt and grime. Yeah, just kind of make this sure. place a little cleaner. Yeah, when you do dishes and stuff, yeah. let all that stuff go down, and then you take care of, yeah, the bad parts. Yeah, okay. I, mean, my, I mean, my my goal is really just like a lot of to, to make this place a cleaner place. That's why, I mean, Mr. Soapy's been making a lot of sense to me lately. Oh, well... So Mr. Soapy seems to make some points that are actually uh No, just ta- we yeah, we share we share a common goal here, which is to make the world just a cleaner place. Okay. So So he takes care of cleaning your... them and then, you know, we're gonna flush them down. Okay. All the dirty so parts. You... Like the Queen of England. Okay. So you also want to go after the Queen of England. Oh yeah. Someone's got to. Well, okay. Well, why? Why does anyone have to go after the Queen of England? Why her crown is so expensive? Oh, is that Mr. Soapy's motivation as well? well I don't know. You should probably ask him. Uh, <sighs> yeah, that's my motivation, okay. all right? The crown. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes a lot of sense to me. And so we're just gonna clean the Queen of England and then just shove her down the drain. And that'll take care of, I think, most of the world's problems. You think that that will solve the problems? Because one of the big yeah, problems I think, in the I world. Mean, I mean. Cameron, don't you agree? I, Mr. London, I do agree. I think that kind of makes the most sense. It makes uh, a lot more sense than how you what things you've been saying. And you know, maybe maybe it's just that I trust what um, Mr. Drain and and Mr. Soapy say to me because they treat me like a real person and they don't talk to me like a little kid, like a condescending jackass. Okay, and and I am sorry that that my manner of speaking sort of comes across that yeah. way. I know sort of speaking uh, more politely can sometimes sound condescending. I wouldn't listen to him, Cameron. I, this doctor doesn't seem trustworthy. I think you just need to be keep listening to me and Mr. Soapy. Uh, okay, Cameron. I No, I, I don't would, want to say that I, my I opinion would say, I, I would recommend maybe just like plugging your ears a little bit, Cameron, and just kind of like, you know, just, just let me and Mr. Soapy talk to you because we, we, we can talk to you even if you got your ears plugged. We got that kind of connection, which is special. Okay, and that sounds quite a bit like schizophrenia. What? Yeah. So, Cameron, did yeah. these Mr. Lund- Doctor London, sir? Did, did Mr. Ta- Soapy? Did, did you say my name, Mr. Sir? Yes. Yes, Cameron. Hey, Doctor London. So, yes. Yeah. So, when these when these friends you have these art projects when they started to talk, did they start to talk before you made them? Well, what and do you then, mean? Like they told you to make them, and how? Well, yeah, I mean they've always been around. Uh, and you just recently gave them forms, physical forms. Yeah, they said they needed some sort of body to manifest. Oh, t- to manifest. Oh yeah, okay. Doctor London. I, uh, Mister Doctor London, so this sir. Just, yeah. This doesn't sound very good to me. I feel like we need to... Um, I wouldn't listen to him, Cameron. It sounds like he's trying to take away our bodies. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to him, Cameron. And I'm not trying... We gotta have our bodies. Like, How are we gonna clean stuff without our bodies? Yeah, I gotta agree with Mr. Soapy here. I mean, we can take a vote on this. All right, all in favor uh, of cleansing the queen 
Raise your hand. All right, I see Mr. Soapy's raising his hand. I'm raising my hand. Cameron? Yeah, I'm raising my hand as well. Dr. London, sir, are you going to raise your hand? Okay. No, well, well, Dr. Okay. London, I think that's three to one. Okay, well, maybe that's a good place to kind of call it because all this talk about, you know, uh, I'm like, I thought that we were going to have a nephrologist today and then all of your art projects seem to be uh, terrorists who you know, want to blow up the queen. Oh, I'm sorry. It was, was Mother Teresa a terrorist? Because she was just trying to make the world a better place, and that's all I'm trying to do. Well, so Mother Teresa wasn't interested in bombing people. That was not part of her agenda. Oh, you know her personally? No, just her stated agendas were never... No mention of bomb threats. Oh, well, I knew or... her, and I think that is exactly what she was going for, so. You, Mr. Drain, you knew her? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was How pretty involved in the Catholic Church. <laughs> As a drain? Yeah. Okay. I. It just seems a little bit odd, especially because she traveled so much, and that doesn't seem to be really the uh sort of the life of a drain well yeah i mean i didn't travel but you know i was in like one of her apartments okay so so that's where i decided i need to clean the queen of england yeah that's right thanks to mother Teresa's apartment sayings and that's when we decided we gotta clean the Queen of England. <laughs> Mr. Soapy, making a lot of sense again. Yeah, Dr. London, this makes so much more sense to me than all the stuff you tell me that I know is not true. Well, okay, well, we'll go ahead and call it for now. I don't think we need to give this a platform anymore. Uh, okay. but I guess it's your call, Dr. London. It's your show. And since I'm just a little kid, I don't have the maturity or the intelligence to be able to make decisions like that. Very important decisions, like when a segment should be over. I, uh, and just to to clarify once again, I wasn't trying to put you down before. Okay. I just, you know, sometimes one opinion is more informed than the other on a given topic. But once again, you you are better at, you know, relating to people, knowing the latest trends. Um, That's why I rely on you. Dr. London, sir, yeah, I am. Thanks, Dr. London. (laughs) So you've given me the anyway, courage to maybe turn back. Oh, good. Okay. Well, in any case, thank you, Cameron, for for being on the podcast today. Can I just thank here, you? Let me, to, do you have a Do you have a Roku around here, uh, Doctor London, sir? I've yeah. got an Alexa and a Google Assistant. Oh, you're gonna trans transform back? Yeah, you just plug it in the opposite way. Okay. Can you go ahead and do that? Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Cameron. Hey. Hey, what's up? Did your did Is you my just voice go always this deep? Then? Is this normal? What's going on? <clears throat> uh, okay. It's pretty normal. Right. I. Okay. Well, anyway, so thank you, Cameron, oh, yeah. for being on the show, for helping us out. Thank you to, I guess, Mr. Soapy, Mr. Drain. Uh, Who? What was it? Ant, Ant Nail Clippers. Did you? Were you not aware of 
uh what would what just happened for this episode mm, i think i was on my phone okay well that's that's all right we can skip right over okay, that cool um yeah anyway thank you to everyone uh thank you to digital in the house Okay, you like it when they're dirty. Uh, This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. Before you go, let's take a minute. Breathe in, breathe out, close your eyes. Okay, now open them real quick because you are driving. Okay, wow, sorry about that. Um, I'm not sorry in the sense of assuming any guilt for your driving, but more in the sense of feeling bad about how you still haven't told any of your friends about the Jock Doc podcast. How dare you? Now look, I get it. You don't want to uh, let your friends know just how hard you nerd out on science and medicine. But uh, hey, maybe they are secretly nerds too, okay? Uh, So try sending them your favorite episode of the podcast. Maybe this one. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, Or maybe even one of those uh, minute snippets we post every week on social media. Uh, Or just send them to our handy website, um, jockdockpodcast.com. And while you're at it, go ahead and give us a five-star review on your preferred podcasting app. Hit that like, hit that share, hit that five stars. Oh, what is this? Uh, One star? No. Two star? Mm, No. A good try. Three star? Getting better, but not No, we're not there. Four star? No. Nope. We don't read those. Five. And I wish we did, but like we we just, I can't. So, uh, but you can leave a review about anything. You don't have to put anything about the podcast. You can just talk about your breathing habits and how we are not held liable for your car accidents. Nope. Um, All right. Well, thank you for listening. Mm